It Is with Red and Bobby. Welcome back to the Year Is podcast, the podcast where every episode, me, comedian Bobby Mayer, and my co-host, who has returned, comedian Red Richardson, go back to a year in history. We talk about the weirdest, the most interesting, and the most fucked up things from that year. And the most fucked up thing from this year, I have to say, was three weeks without Red. I know. It's been very hard, but it's good to be back. Red, I need to know everything. You look tanned. How was Thailand? It was very good. It was, uh, they had a record bad weather for the first 10 days. <laughs> they said it was the, the worst weather they've had on record in 45 years. Can I just say, you went to Thailand mm-hmm. and uh, you flew there. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, Red is on his honeymoon. I'll talk to him in three weeks. Mm-hmm. And that's not me not wanting to talk to you. Yeah. That's just me thinking someone is on their honeymoon. That you just When you're on your honeymoon, that's what you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You call me the day you arrive in Thailand, like, what are you doing? Yeah. And I was like, I'm about to go on stage. You're like, oh, I don't want to bother you. I'm like, no, you don't bother me. <laughs> You're just on your honeymoon. I then- don't, lots of people said this, but it's like, what are you meant to do? Spend the whole time yeah. staring at a sunset and smooch. Well, I, I live with her. I've known her for years. And do then you know the, what I mean? Then the next day, around mm. the same time, my phone rings. Who's calling me? Red Richardson. Yeah. You... You were going to call me every day of your honeymoon. Of course. Which is adorable. (laughs) I thought it was sweet, but like, I would feel bad. What if I call you like the one romantic moment you're having with Rosie and then it's like Bobby's calling and then she's like, yeah, fine, just take it. I don't know. There's, there's There's many hours in the day. I just don't know what you're meant to do. Like, it's just the whole like time. being be in love the yeah, whole time. Yeah, but you're just, what, you're riding dolphins and sat by a waterfall. There's there's loads of hours, and there's there's a lot of hours for downtime as well. Yeah. And, and catching up with... And then uh, you started sending me, like, just screenshots from Twitter, and it just made me so sad that you're in <laughs> Thailand and on Twitter, and I was just, I don't... Okay, that's because the weather was so bad, so it was grey, and then there was a thunderstorm that lasted about five days. And so I still went out, and it went into waterfalls and stuff like that. But for sometimes you were just stuck in the room. Yeah. So I would go on Twitter, I'd scroll, read about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard case. <laughs> that, that filled a lot of time. That's that's it's. I feel like you came back recharged. Yes, I'm. I'm ready to go again. <laughs> ready to go. And it was the same. Protest for Johnny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're it good. was like being in England in a sauna for a lot of it. You know. Yeah. Um, but it was there was a lot of. Um, it was very funny. One day we were on the beach and this woman was in floods of tears. And uh, Rosie looked over and was like, oh, she's just she's crying because of the bad weather. I thought she might, like her mum might have died, you know. Yeah. And it turns out she was just crying because of the weather. And then <laughs> this, this group started with like me, Rosie, these, then these four other couples who were just all white people. And they'd all come out to, to, to get the sun, and everyone was just complaining about it. And you just see, like, Thai fishermen, like, pulling their boats in from a day, day's hard work. And a fishing these, in a storm. Yeah, and there's these white people going, well, I came out. This, guy, this one guy said, uh, we came out to see the pink dolphins, and we have not seen any pink dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> and it's bad. Like, I'm so bad with tourists in this country. Someone will go, where's this? And you go, I don't know. Use Google Maps. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas in Thailand, it's just white people going up to people going, where is the sun? (laughs) (laughs) Up to little seven-year-old boys. just like, where is the weather? But um, no, it was good fun. And then the sun came out. Saw a lot of wildlife. Saw a snake, two snakes, actually. One while I was on the phone to you. On uh, on FaceTime. Oh, I remember. And then he tried to show me the snake, and I pretended I saw it, but I didn't. No, I don't know why you couldn't. It was bright green with black speckles on it. It's called a, a pit viper. Yeah. Yeah, saw that. There was one while I was eating a pizza, slithered along the balcony next to us on the rail, so about a meter away from us. I saw it. Reacted in a way that surprised me. I always thought I was more of a coward. I thought I would, I just thought, oh, I hope something doesn't happen that between where I have to show Rosie that, you know what I mean? Like, just, I, I've always been scared of how I. I thought I was a save my own neck guy, whereas actually... But, but my, I, my gut is that I don't think anything you did in any situation would surprise Rosie. No, maybe I don't maybe think she's going to be like, wait, <laughs> I think she knows who you are. It puts a dampener on the rest of our lives together if on our honeymoon I see a snake and push her towards like it. Force like Force yeah, Majeure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like did you see that movie, I haven't Force seen Majeure. it, but I know the plot. Is he run, he, doesn't he push his kids and runs it? He doesn't push his kids, but there's an avalanche that hits. Mm. And um, he's like on his phone, and then he sees the avalanche coming, and he just runs inside with his phone and leaves his wife and kids. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's going to change your life forever. You know, oh, wait, it's this guy, you know. 
Yeah, that's who that's he is. That's the sort of person Your he husband is. is a coward. But I just said, Rosie, be very calm. There's a snake a meter away from us, and she she jumped backwards through a window into the building. It was a window like this high, so it was <laughs> for listeners, about half a meter. Um, yeah, so she just jumped back through, and then I carefully backed off. And then this woman, who's obviously a veteran traveler, just came along with a phone and started filming it. And I said to the guy, there's a snake outside. And he was like, cool, just grabbed a stick and just started hitting it and <laughs> went away. So they don't give a shit. They're used to it. Very yeah. used to it. Yeah, it's like if you came up to me and said, you know, there's some flies outside. Yeah, yeah, I'd be yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, oh sorry. no, we better get rid of the flies. Yeah, his face is like, what do you mean? Who cares? Um, yeah, they live here. Yeah. I saw a monitor lizard. It was one of the grossest. We were walking. So we found there's this beach, and there's lo- it was an amazing beach, but loads of deserted hostels, like for hotels and hostels. Did you see any turtles? Mm, yeah, I saw one. Okay. Um, but there was, this, there was this deserted British hotel called The Aesthetic, and it was the grossest thing. I've, I'm glad it's not open. It looks like a mass murder has just happened there, but the pool is... Well, maybe left. it did. Look, yeah. <laughs> did you po- ask why it closed? No, there's no one there. It's fucking creepy. The pool's been closed and it's black. So it's like, just the water's like black, polluted, just garbage. And it's called The Aesthetic and they have a giant Great Britain flag and then on the bar was, I don't even... The Gollywog dolls. You know, those racist dolls from yeah. the 30s. So there's like five of them on the bar. It was so creepy. Completely deserted. I just like the idea that as like time went on, less and less people were going to this hotel because of their racist dolls <laughs> yeah, to like yeah, make yeah, people yeah. uncomfortable. And yeah. then they were like, we just can't figure out why it's dropping. <laughs> yeah. And then and then the thing finally closed. Everyone loses their jobs. And they're like, we'll leave the dolls. We've always loved the dolls. Yeah, leave the dolls. Yeah, they're like, COVID really ruined our business, actually. <laughs> I think it might have been the racist doll. But then we brought, so there's this swamp, and I just looked to my left, and this monitor lizard just slithered out of it, massive, like meter and a half. But like a kimono dragon kind they're of thing? Like, they're like, so they're not dead. They bite, but it'll be like a dog biting. So their saliva's still deadly, but... Komodo dragons are bigger and more aggressive. This their is saliva like, is deadly, though. Could kill. Well, you. yeah, it's, it's, it's poisonous because it's they're just so disgusting, and they they literally was living in this like polluted swamp. I'm looking at a picture of a monitor lizard. It was like a ghetto dinosaur. Oh, they look cool. Yeah, they're like dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. It, they're but, like a bit more snake. Seeing one close up is quite is quite scary. So they're poisonous to us. Yeah, they bite us. But maybe us. We're, are we poisonous to them? How We don't know what our no, saliva does to them. They, I want to spit in their mouth and see what happens. Anything. So there's this island called Koh Tao, but the British press have called it Death Island. I was going to go That's there. That's where you were? No. I didn't go there. I was going to, and then I read an article about how it's called Death Island. I thought, oh, no, I'm all right. Thank you. Loads of British people have died there in mysterious circumstances. So a British couple died there in 2014. Attacked on the beach, horrible, like, brutal murder. And two Burmese workers went to prison for oh, it. It's always the poor yes. people from Myanmar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. like, when I was in Thailand, I was in the south, which is a different... And uh, I'm at this hotel, and the guy on the desk is from Myanmar. And in Thailand, they get these immigrants over from Myanmar. Mm. And they work them to the bone. This guy in the hotel I stayed at was working... 24-hour shifts That's and then he would sleep in the hotel had a room in the hotel they let him stay and i'm sure with like other people oh it would have and been then a cupboard or something come back down yeah. and work another 24-hour it, it's, shift. it's horrific yeah it's not and so these guys like because they got no rights because they're usually legally yeah there. they got no rights but so they, they the rumor is it's like this mafia family who live out there and it's the nasty son who did it and everyone thinks that because they've got people from like this DNA expert from Australia flew in, was like, there's no way it's their DNA. They didn't do it. So loads of people think they didn't do it. And there's not enough evidence to say they did do it. But they're in prison. So they were going to get executed. And now they've been pardoned by the king. So it's just life in jail. Um, fucking brutal. But um, And so loads of British people. A man committed suicide there recently, a British man, with his hands tied behind his back. You know, that's not usually how people do it. <laughs> he hung himself with his hands tied behind his back. It's rare. Yeah, yeah. And then so another lady. Maybe he did it, though, just to stop himself so he didn't change his mind last well, minute. Well, that's a point. Yeah, that is a good point. I didn't think of that. I don't know. But so that's happened like four times to suicides. Unlikely, though. Yeah, it's a... It, and this other lady, like, so all these parents and these people are like going, you, you covered it up. They think the government had completely covered it up because they don't want to ruin the, you know, the image of 
and grew in tourism. This lady died in the woods, committed suicide in the woods, and they only found her body because they kept seeing a monitor lizard going back and forth from there, and it half-eaten her body. Disgusting and tragic. But yeah, so um, didn't go there, decided against it. It's got a population of 2,000 people, and about 14 Western tourists have died since 2014. Yeah, I think there's somebody <laughs> on that like, island. Something's going on. Do you know what I mean? It's not, and it looks nice, but it's also like, mm. and then they go, oh, it's great here. There's bull sharks. I'm like, yeah, thanks. Not coming. <laughs> not coming at all. But um, no, Thai people are amazing, really nice. I was a big hit out there, and I'm not sure if it was the stand up or the podcast they're aware of, but every time they saw me, they'd bow like that. And I thought, wow. No, but what really happened? They all called you fat. No, no a few people called me fat, but they were they were haters. And the king, uh, they're in jail now. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I framed them for the murder. <laughs> but yeah, they're in jail. No, they, they're very nice. But yeah, they all bowed to me, which I've never had before. Isn't that just how they say hello? No, I don't think so. I think it was just me. <laughs> I, think, I think they were big year is fans. Um, and uh, yeah, no, it was great. A lot of creepy British people, men. On their own. Yes, because the women in Thailand have a real attraction to, like, overweight 50-year-old white men. That's, yeah, every, I mean, everyone <laughs> has their thing, and women in, women in countries where they, mm. you know, struggle to provide for themselves, just, they just like fat old white they guys. They like fat white guys. That's their thing. Uh, the funny thing about a sex tourist is uh, they're always out of shape, and... They're the, also, the, if they're the, from the England. The term sex tourist seems derogatory. <laughs> like, why what would you call them? <laughs> I don't know. It just feels like you're a sex tourist. It's well, like, wait, they're there for other things. It's not just the sex. Yeah, I mean, you went, you you went snorkeling even, yesterday. It's probably an hour of their day. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, no, I know. What you you mean. can't have sex more than an hour a day. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. Well, <laughs> you know, what else? <laughs> he and, does other stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. An hour a day in Thailand. I'm probably, when I was there, like, Looking at my phone, I'm not a phone tourist. No, no, that's true. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, just Johnny Depp, Amber Heard tourist. Yeah, um, but no, it's just funny watching a man with a backpack in a my own forty degree heat, humidity, trying to find sex while sweating. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of that. The Thai women are really they, they are very attracted to to uh, the the older older Western men. You might not be old enough for them. No, I won't be. I don't think. Do they even look at you? No, but they did shout. Um, like when you go past, they shout. Again, what would they like, shout? Like, come here, sexy. And I'm not sure. Maybe it might have been Rosie. They might have just wanted Rosie. No, she. Rosie like, has an energy that rem- like it reminds me of a. No, I think the it Thai was, people. It, it was me. I think for sure. Yeah. And again, I think probably year is fans. You yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, That's actually they... never been any of your nicknames on this podcast, though. Sexy. That wouldn't be. <laughs> no one's ever called you sexy in the podcast. No. Well, no, but people can write in and say it if they want. I won't yeah, they have any problem with it. That's fair. But they have like a Patreon system with sex. So they like have sex and then you can not joking. There's a lot of prostitution, uh, which is not, not good. Um, but if they're enjoying themselves, who am I to stop? <laughs> Stop the party. <laughs> well, how would you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> how would you go and Excuse me. Mm. I don't think you should be doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have the, to stop who now. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. So many grim... I Samui drove through red light this and you just see a lot. Just a lot of... like. I saw one just guy just sat and he had like eight women around him and he's just buying everyone drinks. And it's like... But then you go, well, they're probably going to get taken for like a thousand pounds that night and fair enough to them. Yeah. You know, he's a mug, and they're, you know, up for his money. So if it works like that, then I don't know. I'm sure there's a darker side. Like what? I don't know. <laughs> like what, Red? Yeah, there's, uh, oof, oof, oof. So since you've been away and I've been carrying this podcast for mm-hmm. weeks. Yep. And we had to do it remotely before that. I know, that was shit. Yeah, you torpedoed the progress of the podcast. I know, I stalled and I left and Jordan left the Chicago Bulls. Is how it felt to the listeners. Uh, Maybe more Dennis Rodman. (laughs) Okay, he was still cool. He was cool. He was a better player than you'd think by looking at him. Yeah, 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 and the way he behaves off the court. Yes. Um, So, but Rodman has returned. Yep. 
even though back from people North didn't think he would. <laughs> yeah, he's back from North Korea. That's really where I've been. <laughs> I used Thailand as an excuse. Yeah. And uh, so I let you do all the research this week. Uh, you did no. You let me. You didn't just didn't do any. <laughs> I just. You told me I've I've made a document. I'm I've done the research. No, I said I've got a document. You can add to it. But don't worry, I've got enough. I've been so um, missing the pod that I've been just thirsty to get back to it. And so I'm. Uh, I feel like we're thirsty does have a sexual connotation. I do. I do. I'm, I'm thirsty with the, for with the, the same pod. enthusiasm as an overweight man from Wigan in the red light district in Kosamui. <laughs> I have pursued information for this week's episode on the year 1969. Okay. Yeah, I had the song stuck in my head. And I thought, why not? You what know, the, song is that? The Summer of 69. Oh, they blare that in Thailand. They love yeah, that song in Thailand. all the time. All the time. They play that, Justin Bieber. Um, what else? Made loads of Justin Bieber. Absolutely loads Did of you it. do any uh, any drugs when you were out there? No. Oh, I did, uh, I did ayahuasca with a Buddhist monk. No, you didn't. I did. You we, did not we, do ayahuasca. I did. We went to the top of a mountain. Um, he said, you, you look like a special person. And this we, is a blight. There's no way not, this is not. true. We we lit a bonfire and he sprinkled magic dust into the bonfire and he looked into it. He was trying to see my future. And he said, uh, he said, I can see that there's a mangy fox and a boiled egg holding you back from becoming a superstar. And I was trying to work out what he was talking about. And then it became clear as you and Jody. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess what? I while you were gone, while you're gone, I also did ayahuasca. Okay, what did you see when you did uh, it? Well, I went to the top of Mount Bristol, <laughs> and uh, there was there was a white guy with dreadlocks, yeah, and um, he was burning a couch, yeah, and he looked into the burning couch. Burning couch. <laughs> he looked into the burning couch, and he said, "Red's a fat fuck." <laughs> So there. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay. Well, well, my trip sounds a bit more spiritual than yours. No, mine was very spiritual, actually. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> oh, the amount of white guys with dreadlocks still out there. Like, you'd see a guy, sorry, just quickly before we go to 69, but you'd see someone in, like, what's, his, what's the thing? Like a toga, but it's not. It's like a. Yeah, yeah, okay. You, you know, an I know Asian what you mean. toga. And you just see some guy, and, and they're, fa- like, man or woman, but their skin was, like, completely wrinkled, like, Westerners who'd, like, They've just been in the sun a long time. But they've time. been there for, it's like, Alan, you need to go home. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, fucking hell. It isn't it funny, though, where if people immigrate here, obviously, my our attitude is like, fucking great, so happy here. Yeah. But whenever white people go to Thailand, we're like, you fucking loser. Because <laughs> it's just, they go they get into it. Well, you know they I mean? go there because it's the only place, like, an average income here, they seem rich. You know, yes, it's yes. like they go there because now it seems like they're succeeding. We all know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what is funny is a lot of them go and they all have this like this very hippie-ish and they're like, yeah, I just hate capitalism and the rat race, so I moved here. And then they're like, it's so annoying. It's like a quid a beer now. It's like, no, no, you didn't move here because you hate cap. You moved here because you're Bill Gates here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, like, it's also just- this is <laughs> man. If there's anything Thailand is, it's capitalism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everything. Apparently, they have a saying for China and Thailand. I think it's they call them LFH or something. It's losers from home, and that's what they call white men who go <laughs> to Asian <laughs> countries to get. Better, like more, more attractive women, and yeah. and live a better life. But anyway, so sixty nine was uh, also a very spiritual year. The fi- the final year of the sixties, uh, not just in um, number, but just the, the sort of they say the vibe died that year. <laughs> it was over. Um, but Woodstock was in uh, nineteen sixty nine. The festival. I wouldn't have went. I I wouldn't have gone either. I don't like festivals. I I'm glad we agree. Yeah, too many now, people. I could have been. Next door, mm-hmm. and then they say, "Guys, the biggest music festival that's ever happened is happening." And yeah. Who was there? Um, Jimi Hendrix, loads of people. Uh, Credence Clearwater Revival, Joan Baez was there. All these people. Did you ever heard CCR's most fa- famous song? Which one? I see. No, is that them? I can't. No, it's. I want to know, have you ever seen the rain? Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. like the idea that you sat in Thailand when it rained for a week <laughs> and that song played yeah. and you just a single tear would roll down your face. I came to see pink dolphins. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah they, they, yeah, they were there. Um, I found out, so a baby was, uh, two births were recorded at the event. 
One in a car, caught in traffic, and another in a hospital after an airlift by a helicopter. Who the fuck goes to Woodstock, nine months pregnant, eight months, whatever? I think it's like a different attitude, you know? You're free. It's like, fuck it. You Fuck it, I'm a hippie. I bet that kid became a health and safety inspector. Yeah, yeah, he just went Excuse the other way. Excuse me, your balcony is... <laughs> just high-vis and just stopping people doing shit when they're having fun. Yeah, but that's that's not good. And then there was also four miscarriages. Again, I think they weren't... I, that sounds like an abortion to me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it kind of sounds like it was an intentional. I doubt it. Mm. But what I would say is um, I believe those women. Well, if I was pregnant <laughs> and I couldn't get an abortion, which, you know, in America, those morons are doing again, um, I would go to a field with 90,000 smashed people all dancing and just hope for the best. I don't know if you would. Well, that seems like a way of... Anyway, what I'm saying is, why, just don't go to a festival when you're that pregnant, please. Unless, of course, you want to get rid of it. Wow. <laughs> Red Richardson telling women what they should do with their bodies. I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm just no, advising. You're just, you're just saying what women should do with their bodies. That's good, Red. <laughs> so, Any other rules for women this week? Uh, Since you no, came back from Thailand? Just that one. Yeah, it's very different out there. My views have changed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, 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 none of that. I'm just—I just don't know why you'd go. To... Actually, my mum went to a Motorhead concert when she was pregnant with me, so maybe she was trying to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Motorhead, yeah, yeah. Does my, your, my, does my your dad, mom my, like no, Motorhead? My dad was big into Motorhead. So he, okay, he came along. I think she hoped someone would crash into her. <laughs> what is what's Motorhead's most popular song? Well, the most famous is the Ace of Spades, isn't it? Yeah, I used to play that when I did Edinburgh Festival one year. I would play that song. Yeah, it's a good. Before I went on, it's, it's good really pump catchy. you up music. Yeah, so um, Woodstock was Jimi Hendrix playing the Star Spangled Banner and stuff like that with his teeth. Was Janis Joplin dead by then? I'll see when she. I died. think she died in like seventy-one or something. Jody, you might know. Maybe pull pull that one up, Jody. I'm going to see because you didn't give me a full list. I want to see who was at Woodstock. Um. Oh, so the Beatles were offered Woodstock, and guess what? They said they'd only come under the condition the Plastic Ono Band would be able to play, yet their request was denied. That's how bad Yoko Ono's music is. The Beatles go, the Beatles say, we'll come if she can do a song, and they go, no. <laughs> the best band of all time we will still not tolerate. Maybe, were they still, I guess, obviously, they're respected now. That would have been like the end of the 60s. I yeah, guess they would have massive, still been respected. Massive. Biggest band in the world. Yeah. You know, so they just, the, the owner obviously was just like, I'm sorry. I, I would love you to be here. We could have 12 of the best songs ever, but I'm not sacrificing. <laughs> yeah, no, one's, no one needs to sit through that. Um, Joe Cocker was there. The famous, if everyone's seen it um, on YouTube, there's a video of him singing Little Help for My Friends when he's absolutely smashed, but his voice is incredible. Um, Richie Havens, don't know who that is. Probably very good. Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. The New York Times. Crosby, right? Stills, and Nash is great. Yeah, yeah, they're good. And Young, right? Was Young with them by I then? I don't know. Let's Does see. it say? It says Ann Young. I love Neil Young. Yeah, he was there. He love was him. Love him. He, uh... Oh, he's quit Spotify because of, uh... No, but then I went on Spotify the other day. He's scared of pod, wasn't he? Look, I can go on Spotify right now. Neil Young's on Spotify. Of course he is. No, but, like... Listen, I, 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 I don't even... Whatever, you didn't like Joe Rogan, so you didn't want to be on Spotify. Okay. But then... He's on Spotify. Of course. So he, like, did this big announcement, like, I'm taking my music off Spotify. But if I type in Neil Young into Spotify right now... Mm. It says artist Neil Young, and I can listen to his music. So what is he talking about? Yeah, that. It, yeah, that's. Well, it's he's he's grandstanding, and then a business manager went, "Hey, you know, you're doing that. That's not gonna. You know, you'll lose out on this X amount of money." He went, "Oh, okay. Well, the point was good until you mentioned the losing the money bit. Yeah, which is usually the case. Um, so the <laughs> New York Times." Hated hippies, and they ran an editorial entitled Nightmare in the Catskills. 
The dreams of marijuana and rock music that drew 300,000 fans and hippies to the Catskills had little more sanity than the impulses that drive the lemmings to march their deaths in the sea. They ended in a nightmare. Red, you would have written this article and you read about the pregnant women going. This is totally you. You're, you're saying it like it's a crazy article. This is just what you it's said. It's legalized abortion to rock music. What kind of culture is it that can produce such a colossal mess? <laughs> From the New York Times. Uh, they weren't happy with it at all. The, the, the uh, festival was remarkably peaceful given the number of people, conditions involved. There was two recorded fatalities, one from insulin usage. Silly. And another... Why would, is, was, is insulin's just for diabetes, isn't it? Well, yeah, but diabetes, you can die of diabetes. But so they were just jacking up on insulin. Was that recreational? I don't, does it get you... No? no he might have just done the wrong dose, or he might have just had a diabetic fit. He ate too much sugar. And then, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Janis Joplin was at Woodstock. Yeah. Great. I love Janis Joplin. You like Janis Joplin? Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Mercedes-Benz. I always think... Song. The fact that Janis Joplin... You look at pictures of her. Mm. She looks like 50, and she was 27 yeah, when she yeah, died. Yeah. They all did, though, back then. You look at them, and you're like, what the you fuck? They fucking lived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they're like 20 years old, they look like 40-year-olds. Yeah. Man. No face cream. Um, another person died. This is quite bad. Um, okay, here we go. Okay, so he was passed out in a field. I feel like you're not going to say an entertaining thing. He what? passed out in a field, and a tractor ran over him. Okay, <laughs> well, that's sad. Turned. Why was there a tractor there? Because it's, it's in a farmer's field. And the problem is, if that was like your dad or something, you know, it's kind of such a story that no one's ever going to be like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my... My dad died. How? He was uh, run over by a tractor while sleeping at Woodstock Festival. Well, it is sad. It is sad. Of course it is. But yeah, I think um, maybe he was there like three days later. Like when was the tractor moving about? But maybe to transport people. Well, of all the reasons, it's not. That's can't be the reason, Red. Mm. A tractor holds like two people. In the link box. There's like three. Yeah, there's like 300,000 people there like, guys, mm. we're going to transport you. It was a mobile abortion tractor. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> but well, what, what the fuck what was the tractor doing there picking up grain uh, probably like just like doing tractor shit because it's a it's a farm right well, well, Jimi Hendrix want, wanted some uh, wanted some grain before he went on it was in his rider <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'd like a silo my own silo of grain for the upcoming winter to make sure I <laughs> yes. get through it but there was 742 drug overdoses which 300,000 people is not too bad but they're still quite bad that's one in 500 yeah, or one it? in 300 and a bit. That's fine. Yeah, it's still quite a lot. <laughs> Given When the, you say um, overdoses, like not died. No, but they just all OD'd. Yeah. Well, 742 people OD'd. What does even OD'd mean? They have to go to the hospital? Yeah, it means you nearly died. But that was when, like, you know, the people weren't like, they. the, the 60s were great because everyone's doing drugs with no understanding of the consequences of they it. They clean. That's a great feeling. Because yeah. even if I if I ever went back now and did coke, mm. it would be it would be marred by the knowledge of how it's about to ruin my life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Imagine doing coke, but having no idea it will ever be bad. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's the perfect high. Well, heroin and yeah, you're just yeah, you're just like, like yeah, this man. feels great. I yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah. It's like when Oxy first came out. You because I watched that documentary. What's it called? No, not documentary. The TV show about Oxy. Mm-hmm. Did you see it? No, I didn't see With it. Michael Keaton. It's called. Uh, I'm gonna look it up. A oh, dope sick. Mm-hmm. It was on Disney Plus, and it was about the uh, opioid epidemic in America. Mm-hmm. And when Oxy came out, somehow they convinced the FDA. Well, they convinced the FDA by bribing people that. Uh, oxy was just this great pain relief that was not addictive so people come and be like i have a sore back and then they'd be given oxy and they'd be like i don't have a sore back anymore okay they they weren't like they were drug addicts they Mm -hmm. were just like people with chronic pain because working in it was always like it was rural small towns Yeah, yeah 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 and uh where they started the push and these people would start taking their oxy and they would just get hooked without knowing it wasn't like a choice. They mm. were just hooked on Oxy, and now they're physically addicted to this drug. And then what would happen is Oxy was expensive, so after a while, they'd switch to heroin. So you go yeah, from being a person yeah. with a normal fucking life. Six months later, you're like under a bridge injecting mm. heroin, and you're like, how the fuck did I get here? <laughs> don't hurt your back. Yeah. It's the message. Don't, t- don't take Oxy. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked. Yeah, there's loads of there's a huge opioid crisis. 
in America now. Fentanyl is killing everyone. Yeah. The Wire guy took it. What's it called? Great actor. Company. Michael K. Williams. Yeah, he was brilliant. fucking incredible. You know, he was also in The Sopranos briefly. Oh, and Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, he's, he's brilliant. Great. Oh, he's great. Yeah. Um, no, he's brilliant. And um, those comics in America took it. Three of them died. Yeah. I listened to a podcast on that, and she said they're all doing coke. She did like half a line and woke up at like, tw- went. this is like 6 a.m., and woke up at 12 the next night and couldn't move. Just, uh, yeah, fuck. and it's just horrendous. And thought all like her mates were asleep and stuff like that. And then three of them died, and she nearly died. Or just, you know, but what? That's just fucking crazy. The, the Sackler family, they were the ones pushing mm-hmm. the opioids. Mm-hmm. And uh, they loved what they loved was selling drugs to people that didn't need them. Nice. And, and getting them hooked and, yeah. and sucking all their will to live out of them. And philanthropy. <laughs> that was their other. This podcast. Their other <laughs> people who don't want history. <laughs> their other favorite thing was philanthropy. Yeah. So they always, that's how they kind of like, they'd call it like chair, what's it called? Like where they, it's like wash it, like. Wash your money, give you, you know, do yeah, yeah, yeah. the money. Like the Clinton Foundation. Like, that's a great foundation. Helps people <laughs> everywhere. Yes, a sure. new sponsor of this podcast, yeah, actually. The Clinton Foundation sponsors. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Guys, this podcast is brought to you by the Clinton Foundation. Yeah, um, yeah. Bohemian Grove. <laughs> yeah. Chelsea, it was great to see you this weekend. Just want to say, yeah, love thank you. you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think your husband would let me and you do that while he watched, but I appreciate it. <laughs> That'd be really funny having a story about fucking Chelsea Clinton. Yeah, well, someone does have that. Story. I know. I'm sure they do. <laughs> and we want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want to hear it. Um, can you imagine doing a Woodstock now with like fentanyl and the fucking disaster? Three hundred thousand people doing Ooh, drugs. I know. It'd be like just a, a like a mass suicide, group suicide. It'd be like Lizzo singing one of her upbeat songs whilst people are just dying in the crowd. Yeah, in Dopesick though, so they love philanthropy, and by now everyone knows what the Sacklers did, mm. and they're trying to claw as much money back from the, from them as they can. And, um, so they've taken their name off of all the museums and stuff, mm. but a few still have their name on it. Mm. And in Dulwich, which is like really close to here, there's a Sackler wing at um one of the museums, mm. some art gallery thing, and it's still like on the sign. It says Sackler wing. And it's like their name is Poison. Like they're a drug cartel yeah. family. How is it spelled? S-A-C-K-L-E-R. Oh, because Sacklay is a nice pesto brand. Well, that's a different. Yeah. <laughs> I love pesto also. Yeah. A well, good pesto Sackley, a good pesto can make everything better. Of course. It's so yeah. easy. Just smash it straight. Yeah, away. it's like it, pesto's great because it makes you think you're a cook. Do you think maybe they moved into pesto and they just took out a K? I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd be fine with that. They love opioids and pesto. Yeah. So this wing, I really want someone to deface it, the sign. Yeah, it hasn't happened yet. We well, don't say it publicly, maybe because if they do, no, you I'm might not be in saying trouble. I, I, I would not. You're inciting. I would not like endorse. Mm. I just think it'd be crazy if someone went to Dulwich and defaced the Sackler wing mm. of the the picture gallery, whatever it's called. You'll know what it's called. The the fucking you'll place find in, it in Dulwich. <laughs> The family name that killed millions, mm. if not, well, maybe not millions, maybe yeah. hundreds of thousands, but a lot of people yeah. who wouldn't have even, who weren't like recreational drug users, just normal people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whose lives were destroyed by Oxycontin. And it would just be interesting if somebody defaced yeah. it. Maybe like, um, I don't know what they could do. Just draw a cock on it and write, fuck you. Um, um and if they did that hypothetically, like sending a picture to the pod, yeah, from an anonymous like email, but that didn't work Allegedly. for Julian Assange actually. No, he tried that whole anonymous email thing, and now he's actually. What did be... he just set up a hotmail? I don't know what he did, but me. well, no, he was the one releasing it, so yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. "I'm in charge of WikiLeaks," and it's like, "Buddy, you shouldn't say that you're in charge either." But, no, no, yeah. stop shitting in the Ecuadorian embassy. We can't do that anymore. He's out. <laughs> that might have been. We don't know what's true. Well. <laughs> It's a fun rumor, but he's going to get sent to America now. That's not good. But I've um, back to I've I've never um, I've never looked at something like that. I've, I've never just sort of, Glastonbury's never ever um, appealed to me at all. I went to WOMAD, I'm a Festival in Reading, 
It was shit. Um, the toilets are the most disgusting thing. And I'm really bad with stuff. I need clean stuff. And the toilets are hideous. I, uh, I've been to quite a few festivals. Never Glastonbury always seems like a lot of people. But mm. I don't, like, love it. I don't love wait Because if it's, it's either always too hot or too cold and you're sleeping in a tent. So it's either too cold and then you wake up freezing and that's mm-hmm. horrible. Mm-hmm. Or it's too hot and you wake up and every, like, drop of water has been sucked out of your body and your mouth is dry. And you're just, like, looking for a bottle of water and there's nothing there. Yeah, you got Q like, for everything. <laughs> And then there's like 300,000 people watching Coldplay. It's, just, it's not worth it. And I, I wouldn't have gone to Woodstock. Even if someone had given me a free ticket, I'd say no. No, I would say I, I'm busy. But yeah. send me the, uh, I'd say, well, at that time, send me the record. And I love listening. Well, I've listened to I watch on YouTube. I, Good yeah. time. I love listening. At to, home. I love listening to Hendrix. Yeah. Just uh, like, I don't think I need other people there for me and Hendrix to have a good time. No, that's the great thing about computers. You just don't have to be there <laughs> anymore. You can just sort of, I've watched the, uh, I've watched the Woodstock videos and it's, it's, it's great from, from the sofa. And that's all you need. You don't have to watch 742 people OD around you. Oh, it's just because you left the light on, Joey. Yeah. You can turn it off if you want. What's happened? Jody left the light on. We can keep going. It's okay. Jody, just turn the light off. Because it flashes, yeah. It's okay. We'll just keep going, Jody. What else? Would you really... But what if... Red, the thing is, you're saying you wouldn't go to Woodstock, right? Not a chance. But it doesn't matter. We can just say, we'll leave this in the podcast. You turn it off if it looks better, Jody. No one cares. Jody... Jody, that people will know that you turn the light off. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. So I think whatever professional veneer we think we have, <laughs> yeah, it's gone. It's, it's not happening. It's absolutely fine. You can. The lights are now off in the room. Oh. But yeah. Yeah. You say you wouldn't go to Woodstock, but mm-hmm. you're forgetting the main reason any like young man would do anything. Mm. So some girl who is like. Hey, Red, do you want to go to Woodstock with me? Uh, they spoke like that. I definitely wouldn't. <laughs> no, but sounds, imagine this sounds is... like a creepy dead no, girl. Okay. Imagine this is the sexiest voice you've ever heard. So don't listen to my voice. Just imagine it's really sexy, okay? So okay. I, you're you, mm-hmm. and you, it's 1969, and you look the exact same way you do now because you look like you're from the 60s. You know why I wouldn't be there? Because I'd be in Vietnam. No, that's not true. <laughs> you'd... you'd You'd sprain your finger to dodge the draft. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you and Trump, yeah. <laughs> so you're at Woodstock, and um, me, I'm the gorgeous girl, mm-hmm. and I really want you to come with me, okay? Mm-hmm. So let's role play this. Okay. Hi, Red. I've always liked you, and this weekend I got some tickets to Woodstock. Yeah. Have you heard of it? Yes, I have. It's the giant hippie festival. No, it's not just hippies. It's really fun people like us, you know, like young people who just need adventure and maybe just want to go somewhere where they're not being watched by their parents This is all the so time. disturbing. What, what are we doing? I'm not role-playing you being a 17-year-old girl that I'm going to sleep with in a field with 300,000 people watching. I know you're a lot older than <laughs> Bobby, me, but stop it, it's, it's, it's 1969 and no one thinks it's wrong yet. <laughs> oh my we'll God. just be judged quite harshly in 50 <laughs> years for me being 17 and you being... How old are you again? Are you 25? <laughs> I'm 30. What, is, 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 what, in real life or in this horrible fantasy? How old are you? <laughs> I'm 33. Oh, my God. I thought you were 25. Mm. That's okay, though. Oh, Bobby, stop it. This is horrible. Someone's probably no jacking off No one will judge us this. for 40 years. <laughs> oh, God's sake. Actually, you'll know it's wrong now, but... <laughs> there's there's old it. men in Thailand who'd be put off by this. Um, <laughs> I'm a sexy a teen from the 60s. Oh, God. No, I wouldn't want to go. And if I did, we'd probably get run over by a tractor whilst I get a, a traumatic blowjob from you in a field. <laughs> I've never done this before. Oh, Bobby, please stop it. It's uh, it's disturbing. How do I do it? <laughs> do just get out of the point. Oh, just, oh, okay. It's so horrible. Right, let's move on. 1969, Australian media baron Rupert Murdoch. That's a name we all know of. 
purchases the largest selling British Sunday newspaper, The News of the World. And how did that fucking turn out? Well, well for him for about 40 years, and then they all got done for the phone hacking. And uh, the paper ceases to exist. What was really the big deal about the phone hacking? Um, they, it's illegal. Um, and they listen to people and like, some people went mad. Paul Gascoigne, the footballer, would, he was getting tapped. His phone was getting tapped and uh, things would appear in the papers that he just said to his family and it estranged him from his family and stuff because he thought they were selling stories about him. So it really fucked up people's lives. So when you say phone hacking, could they... Could they just listen to the voicemails? No, they do. I think it was voicemails or calls. I don't know. I think they could listen into your calls. Oh, I thought it was that they were hacking the voicemails. No, I think it was calls as well. I'm pretty sure. Well, we got to look that up because and you look it up. I don't care what they're going to do. Sue me. They're already. They're done. It's over. Um, they they don't exist. And then there was the horrible thing with the girl who died, who got murdered. Do you remember that, Millie Dowler? They hacked. They uh, they turned her phone on to try and. And so the parents thought that her phone had turned on again, so she might still be alive two days after she died. It would have been murdered, you know? And so just really... And nobody went to jail? The Who went to jail? Andy Coulson went to jail? Or did he go to jail? A few people went to jail. Whoever Andy Coulson is, I feel like he was nowhere near the top. No, Rebecca Brooks went to jail. Did she go to jail? Actually? No, she didn't. Sorry, she didn't go to jail. She didn't go to jail at all. She, she got fired, <laughs> and that was it. She got fired from a paper that... That wasn't operating anymore. So it was, it was just a classic Murdoch, horrible empire. Um, I like Murdoch. and I uh, Do you? Well, Red, I think what you realize is he's, does it, what is, he owns Fox? He owns Fox, he owns Sky. But he doesn't own Sky, he, he doesn't own Sky like, yeah, he owns does Sky. he still own Sky? Murdoch owns Sky. Like Sky, all the TV. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. Murdoch is Sky. I thought Capcom bought it. Maybe, I don't know. I, I thought it was Murdoch. Maybe recently they bought it. I thought Murdoch owned Sky. Um, pretty sure. Google it. Google it. But do you know his ex, Wendy Deng, has slept with him, Tony Blair, and Vladimir Putin? Allegedly. Wow. Brad, these are the kind of people you don't say. Does Allegedly. She, she, she either has the worst taste in men, and or well, she definitely has the worst taste in men, but she's either a terrible judge of character, or she's turned on by pure evil. And I think it's the latter, because she looks nasty. I did a bit of digging um, in her history. She, uh, Red, she... you didn't dig. You just Googled Wendy Dang. <laughs> no, 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 no. I did some digging. A lot of late nights with torches Here's in, the thing, though, in like, libraries. Everyone's like, Wendy Dang, what, what's wrong with her? It's like, she likes power. Loves power. Oh, my God. Murdoch, Blair. The Putin, I feel like, may have just been a rumor. That's real. This is in the Daily Mail in 2016. I looked at it today. It's real. Yeah, but she denies it. The, but is you the would. Daily Mail Murdoch? I deny is fucking. Is the Daily Putin. Mail Murdoch? No, but I mean, come no, on. no, no. It's not Murdoch. But Murdoch apparently spread rumors that she was a Chinese spy um, after good the divorce because he was very annoyed. But so she moved to America. She got taken in by a family. She started shagging the the, the, the guy who'd taken her in, ruined the, his marriage, married him, got a green card, left him for a man her own age straight away, and then I think left him for Murdoch. Then started sleeping with Tony Blair. They had that whole thing where they were playing tennis on the island, and she wrote the whole thing about how good he looks in shorts. Disgusting. And then uh, Tony wasn't uh, opera. He's, he's retired. I think she likes him to be active. So then she had to go and bone Putin. In 2016, so two years after the first Ukraine thing, that's probably what first whet her appetite. I got to say, mm-hmm. the way you just described her ascent into being a rich, rich woman... Mm-hmm. Very impressive. It is. I mean, yeah. To come from nothing and just fuck your way to the top mm-hmm. is great. She might have a career, too. What's her career? I think she invests, like, Murdoch's money, and I think she's done it quite well. There's something about... I think She, she sounds some... like a shrewd fucking woman. Well, she knows what she's doing. I'm with... not saying politically I probably agree with Wendy Dang, but I, I, I'm impressed. Yeah, she's, she, like, invests money. But she got... I think she got, she got billions in the divorce. So she kind of got that, you know? Like, that's her thing, and with that, you can, uh, can kind of do what you want. Oh, man. How many times did she have to do it? That's the question. You know, how many times did she have to, like... What, sleep with Rupert? You know, the Salamander. Who would you... if you? Oh, this is a, this is a game. Shag, marry, kill. Um, Murdoch, Blair, or Pune? 
The the honest shag is mm. Vladimir Putin. Of course. I, I hate to say I know everything that's going on is bad, horrible. But, but out you... of the three of them and Putin, I just want to... Yeah, of course. I of feel course. like he'd be the he'd be the best. Yeah, I'd kill Tony Blair and I'd marry um, Murdoch because Murdoch's going to die soon. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, and he's he. If he tries to have sex with you, you just walk to the other side of the room. <laughs> he's fucked. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, oh, bye. <laughs> I'm just not in the mood. I'm not in the mood. <laughs> to take three steps back, and he just falls over on the floor. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't feel like it. Today. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, no, definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely in that order. <laughs> Pretty grim, but. Um, wonder what Tony's up to now. He's just, I love it. Tony always just comes in and says, here's what I think the Labour Party should you know, do. And you're shut like, the fuck up. All right, Tony. Mm. Great. So many people. And then Alistair Campbell as well. And as a podcast, people listen. More people listen to Alistair Campbell's podcast than ours. That makes he, sense, though. Why? He's a charming guy. He convinced people that, to go to Iraq. He's, he's responsible for the murder of millions of people. Not solely. He's partly responsible. Yes, yes. Well, we're, we're people who voted for that. We're all partly responsible. No. He's more responsible. I met no. him once. Charming guy. Of course he is. Really he? charming Sean guy. Sean Goebbels was We were on Russia well. Today together. <laughs> yeah, I bet yeah. he doesn't say that on his oh, podcast. Yeah, I bet he doesn't talk do. about when he took the money from Russia Today. Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't talk about Iraq either. Um, oh, God, that George Bush video. I can't. That George Bush video is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Uh, yeah. It's beyond parody. I can't believe it exists. Fill them in. Here's my question mm-hmm. to you, because for those that don't know, there's a video where George Bush, probably everyone's seen it. George Bush is talking about Putin and the war in Ukraine and how, mm-hmm. what an atrocity it, it is. And when he's supposed to say Ukraine about 40 seconds in, he says Iraq. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, I mean Ukraine. He goes, and the it- illegal invasion of Iraq. I mean Ukraine. <laughs> and then he smiles and goes, oh, Iraq too. Ooh. But, what? I thought but he, he knows. It. Yeah. It's kind of, part of it made me wonder, because it feels so choreographed, if that was his way. I'm saying sorry. Of it, not, well, it's not a sorry. No, it's definitely not. Because he laughs about it no, right after he God. says it. But of admit of admitting it, Ugh. of kind of that was because he would never do. George Bush is like George Bush wouldn't criticize Trump, but he 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 criticized him as much as a republic an ex Republican yeah, president yeah, yeah, of course. would criticize a person running for president, where he would say things like he would skirt around the issue, but kind of in his own way make it clear to anyone who still respected him. Mm-hmm. That he would not vote for Trump. Yeah, he's not yeah, going to vote yeah, for Trump. Yeah. And I like the the funny part is, it's like, well, you your policies killed way way more people. Way, I think if you actually weigh it up, but I, we way worse. Way and, but worse. That, but Trump was just rude. Trump was rude. Trump. <laughs> Trump <laughs> Trump's thing was he displeased the middle class. He, this is not how you talk and act. He was like overtly racist. Yeah. And, he was overtly racist and rude, whereas, like, it's like, no, no, we want someone who's plight and systemically racist. That also, you <laughs> like, know, that it's way- like Obama, it's like, does mic drop things, is media savvy, great face, great voice, very articulate. Just fucking drone and he, strikes. And then just drone striking, <laughs> drone striking the Middle East whilst, like, fist pumping Beyonce at the White House. And everyone's like, he's so cool. <laughs> it's hard to not just think he's Trump cool, just though. upset people. You know, that's the thing. And he was. I mean, the way he... He's terrible, but Bush is fucking worse, you know. Yeah. I, I think, anyway. I, but maybe Trump, given another four years, God knows what he could well, have Well, that was to. the thing. Yeah. Everyone's like... Uh, I mean, this is maybe it's an overbeaten topic and you don't want us to talk about it, but I do think it's funny when everyone's like, it, you know, it was wrong for all the social medias to ban, to social media companies to ban Trump, and it's not their place. And it's like, well, it had to be someone's place. It, yeah, like it was like it was like I know what you mean, but the adults kind of took O.J. Simpson has Twitter. Yeah, you know, but I mean, what they did, they <laughs> banned him Twitter. so he couldn't become president. Yeah, yeah. they banned him, yeah, of course, because they knew he's too good. They on Twitter. banned him because they're like, we're going to take his influence. He away. was the best thing on Twitter, and he's sorely missed on that. You I know, know. Uh, that's the thing. It's it's been shit since he left. <laughs> I think he's back. I think he's back. Someone sent me a thing. I think it's real of him. Someone's written a kids' book about called King Trump, and it's like fifteen pounds. <laughs> it's a children's book about how he was. Uh, um, Tr- tricked out of being president again 
That can't be real. Yeah, yeah, I just find it. It's, it's a... I feel like that's a parody. No, it's, it's a real, real thing. That's the thing with Trump. You can't tell what's real. No, no, no. That's you. You never know what's going on. I'll have a look later on. Just Google Trump kids book. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, we, I think we have to go and invade Iraq, Bobby, to make this podcast more popular. Um. Yes. Yeah. I think we should. Thank you. Yeah. So we're going to use I'm glad that you were the donations from the Patreons who we love very much. Red's been away for three weeks and he's had a lot to think about <laughs> and he's decided we're going to we're gonna use the patrons to try to start a new war in Iraq. Yes. So we can come There's back. An insurgency. And, and be public figures like Alistair Campbell um, <laughs> and, and start a popular podcast. What's next? I'll just quickly tell you the News of the World's tagline before we carry on. Arrived in 1843 as a broadsheet boasting that it was the novelty of the nation and wonder of the world and claimed to offer rich man's journalism at a price suited to the poor. Well, I mean... That should be our pod strapline. Rich man's ideas for poor people. No, don't say... Well, what's good about that is they did... The thing is... They did give really good journalism. Mm. If you take the phone hacking out of it, it's like yeah. they got information nobody else was getting. Yeah, yeah Like yeah. they got stories that were amazing. Yeah. But it was just illegal. Yeah, that was the problem. And, it, and the thing is, those papers are a lot of fun. They're way more fun. Of course it's fun when you get to be in someone's house. You know, yeah, like, no, but the stories always And hear things and... about people that they never wanted to be public. Yeah, but it's always salacious, like affairs and stuff like that. And then... The Guardian's like, 10 reasons you, you can't enjoy curry without, you know, acknowledging your colonial past. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me a fucking break, please. <laughs> um, I just want to watch, you know, some drama between an ex-footballer and some page three model. Yeah. It's okay, you know, sometimes more fun, you know. I get it. So here's what we, I think we should just carry on in the Patreon episode. Because mm. I only have a babysitter for another hour and 15 uh, of course cool, cool. so what here so here's what we're gonna do we well, did it harriet. last week that <laughs> you mean harriet yeah my wife <laughs> okay. i'm calling my wife a babysitter okay, so like i so yeah we're gonna do what we did last week since we only got through like two stories because me and red ramble on mm. um we'll carry this on in the patreon episode um if you want to hear us talk more and then we'll also do uh the regular patron episode in there. Yeah, yeah, of course. And we got a lot coming up. There's an Afghan airline flight that crashes into a house by Gatwick Airport. There's... You're saying it like we're actually going to describe the story well. We're not. We're just going to s- talk a bunch of shit. Well, there's Gaddafi, there's the Zodiac Killer, there's the Manson family, there's loads, okay? So tune in, sign up to Patreon. Thank you very much. And thank you to Christopher and Matthew, our super genius Patreons. And Saffron. Nope, she she went down a tier. No. Well, 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 well. That's thank you, Saffron. You're no longer a super genius. You're just a genius. I don't know what tier she's on now. No, she might be on like God. whatever tier you're on is fine, Saffron. We appreciate. Yeah, thank you so much. And Christopher and Matthew, we appreciate, and we appreciate all of you. Yeah, you're, you're no matter what tier you're on, you're helping us. And keep spreading the word. Tell your friends. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to an episode of The Year Is with me, comedian Bobby Mayer, and my sometimes friend, Red Richardson. This podcast has been produced by our brilliant producer, Jody Vandenberg. Thank you.